This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast with myself, Tasman Suleiman and my wonderful friend, Sarah McDowell. Um, we are coming to the end of this season. Um, so before I forget or get, get rambling in, I just want to say a big thank you from Sarah and myself to all of you for listening, for engaging and for um, making this podcast what it is because we get your feedback and we are truly truly thankful from the bottom of our hearts um and if you are enjoying the podcast and if you would like to support it then there's so many ways you can do it two of which are please subscribe if you're enjoying it and you subscribe then the benefit is that anytime we drop another episode you'll be notified and that way you never ever miss out and we wouldn't want you to miss out. And another way is if you wish, then there is a buy me a coffee link um, in the show notes and you could donate a cheeky five pounds to Sarah and myself um, and that would be wonderful. Sarah, hello. Hello, hello. I can't believe that this is the last episode of season seven how how did we get there seasons we've done seven seasons I, I, I feel I feel quite um emotional I feel very warm um I feel very grateful so I'm, I'm really I'm really chuffed with it yeah, me too. And do you know what's been really lovely is seeing the podcast grow. Yeah. Like where we were when we first started comparing to now. And it's and growth for a couple of reasons. Growth in um like the amount of people that are listening and downloading our episodes yeah. have grown, people that are talking to us or tagging us on social media the things that we've achieved, the fact that we've done two live podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, I'm feeling very grateful too. And also grateful to yourself for all the um, wonderful conversations that we have. Grateful to all of our guests who come on. And you know what? Every guest is so vulnerable and open as well, which I think really helps. It really helps when you're talking about topics that are really important so yeah like that was a I think we both did a mini reflection there didn't we? Mini reflection indeed no and likewise you know I'm just you know grateful to you grateful to the guests because they come in and they give so much value and that value resonates because we will come across people who'll say you know what I listened to that episode and that really helped me in that work situation or I wasn't sure about this and that episode really helped so that's the that's the aim, right? The aim is that we um, we deliver content, we give tips, we talk about topics that are real and effective in in the workplace, and it's helping people. So, what more can you ask for? That's how I feel. I, I, don't, I don't think you can ask for anything mm. else. Uh, I actually there is a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is how are we how are we finishing our season? What is this week's topic? So this week's topic is how to be authentically confident, and I am super emotional about this as well. I think I am in that zone anyway. So 
in a short while, I'm going to go talk about what confidence is, what is authentic confidence, how to be authentically confident. But before I get into it, a word of, I don't know, what should I, how should I um, say it? All of this is coming from a place of, um, I want to say love. I'm going to say love. It's close to Christmas. I can say that word now, can't I? Good. To, from me to the listeners, because there will be many people listening who want to be more confident, who want to take that step, who want to apply for that job, who want to ask that person on a date, who want to write that book, whatever it is that you want to do. I want to, hopefully this will all help, but I really want you to do it. I really want you to have the life that you want, to do the things that you want, and not be held back by this feeling that I don't feel confident enough. Um, because one, you are probably doing better than you think you are. You are definitely capable mm -hmm. of more than you think you are. And it just, just take that step, take that first step. At the beginning, you said, how did we get to season seven? We got to season seven because we started season one. If we'd never done season one, we wouldn't have got to season seven. I mean, very true, very true. And um, one of my clients, she was saying, I want to write a book. And we broke it down saying, okay, how many words is this book? How many hours have you got to spare a week? And she now diligently writes however many words a day and suddenly she has a book. And it's that step by step. So just to do it, we'll talk about things that will help you get there. But that's my wish from, from, that's my Christmas wish for everybody. Just do it. And it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what does it mean, um, you know, how do you be, become more authentically confident? But first of all, what is confidence? So I'm going to go through um, a few ways of looking at it. And then it'd be really great to have your thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. The word confidence comes from the word, the Latin word, and I think it's pronounced fidere, which means to trust. So self-confidence is when you trust yourself. And we, if you think about it, we were all born confident. You don't see baby who doesn't want to look at themselves in the mirror or a baby saying, oh, no, no, I don't need to be the center of attraction. <laughs> and I'll just go and sit in the corner while you lot just get on with it. No, they love it. They um, they love being um, looked after. They love being talked with. They, um, they love looking at the mirror. When they're learning how to walk, if they fall, they just get back up again. When they're learning how to eat, they're not worried about making a mess. They just dive into life and they have that confidence. And somewhere along the line, we lose that. We become self-conscious. We become more mm. afraid of what other people think. And what I want to get across to everyone is confidence is about this feeling. It's about how you feel much more than what you wear. So what, for the longest time, I used to think, you know, somebody would walk in the room and I think, oh, wow, they're so confident. They've worn that red dress or they've been, um, they've, demanded a conversation and I used to think that that external stuff was the confidence and it's not it's the internal stuff that's enabled mm. them to put on that dress or walk into a room with confidence or engage in conversation and I'm only I've, you know I've learned this late later in life and that's part of you know also me, my um, reason for doing this episode that just just Go and do it. Go and do the thing. What What are your thoughts on what confidence means? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's really interesting, the point about how you said that babies, as babies, we have confidence and as kids, we have confidence as well because, yeah, we're so just as we're learning and we're getting stuck into life. And I think there's also an element of um, we don't, maybe there's, not getting as much praise as an adult. Because if you compare like the praise and the encouragement and that that you get from family and your loved ones when you're a kid, like you don't really get the same when you're an adult as well. So I think because of that, you need to 
and I'm guessing we're going to get into ways later on about like how to be more confident but this is why that is even more important to take that responsibility on yourself and I think as well um confidence can also like we can feel less confident if we feel like we've done something wrong or we have an argument or something doesn't go to plan or do you know what I mean like again when you're a kid with that stuff you were saying like if you fall over you just get back up or if you're trying something um and it doesn't go to plan you you still get encouragement don't you but I think it's harder as an adult because maybe you think that uh, things can like I don't know like there's more judgment or there's more critical uh, criticalness around you so I do think it is harder as an adult um and that's why it's so important that we need to be kinder and give confidence to ourselves and also find the people that give us confidence but yeah like I I struggle with confidence and it's really funny isn't it because some people will see you as being like really confident or really successful like there's a couple of times where I have a conversations with people and they're like ah oh, um they'll say something nice <laughs> or they'll like encourage me or say something encouraging and I and it takes me back a bit and I'm like ah oh, like well I, well yeah I have done this stuff do you know what I mean I have achieved things I have so I suppose I don't know a lot of my brain just went blah then so 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 yeah um but I I'm all for it and very much think this episode is needed about giving yourself more confidence and not letting the lack of confidence stop you from doing stuff because you don't want to end up regretting anything later on in life do you absolutely and in your blah there were lots of actually really important nuggets um so it wasn't just blah without substance and, you know, one of the things you said is that when we're children, we're given that praise. Now, not everyone is. That, that's also some people's childhoods are more um, filled with more encouragement than others. And that's a whole different journey for those people. <clears throat> um, I certainly, you know, we came from a family of grafters, so much hard work. And I don't remember a lot of praise. It's not, and I think also culturally, we're not in a, not a society that says a lot of that. Um, but I think that there comes a point when I realised and learned, not just realised, it just didn't, just didn't fall onto, you know, my plate. I had to learn this stuff of what does it take for me to feel um, enthusiastic, confident, um, braver, and you almost have to learn how to parent yourself. If that's a term, it probably mm. is a term. It's what do I need? Self-parenting. Yeah, it, it probably it, you could probably wrap it up like that. But you you do the work of knowing who you are. You do the work of knowing what your values are. Do the work of knowing. Um, what's important in your life and living your life with integrity and then when you make those mistakes or you make those decisions you don't have to wait for somebody else to like it sometimes you may fall out with someone and then it's being mm -hmm. taking ownership of it saying okay um, what could I have done differently did I um, did I live to my values did I act responsibly was I acting like an adult um, did I treat them with respect? And it's self-critiquing um, yourself, self-analyzing it. And if you think, actually, I'm okay, they might not be happy with you, but you have to be happy with you. And if you're not happy with you, even if they are oblivious, if you feel that you've made a mistake, then you go and say sorry, apologize for it. Mm -hmm. so I think mm -hmm. a lot of it it sort of leads me into my next point that you know what is authentic confidence and for me it's being comfortable in my own skin knowing who I am mm. knowing what I want knowing um, what I want to spend my time on my energy on my focus on how I want to treat myself how I want to treat other people and when you feel comfortable in your own skin, it is so liberating. I'm, I was going to a wedding recently. It was one of these Asian five-day weddings. So it wasn't the actual wedding day. It was 
a few days earlier and saying to my husband, um, I'm just wearing this. And whereas before I would have agonized over what am I going to wear? How am I going to look? Um, and I, I just turned up as me. And I'm noticing that a lot more about me. I'm uh, more comfortable not wearing makeup, for example. Whereas before, if I want to wear it, I'll wear it. But before I would wear it because I felt that I should. Now I wear it because I want to. Um, yeah. And I guess accepting who you are um, and not needing that validation, knowing what your strengths and your values and your worth is. And I think this is the the thing that maybe I learned much later in life, that confidence is about the inner, not the outer. When mm-hmm. the inner's in place, the outer automatically exudes. Well, I suppose there's a good analogy. Like, so your inner is so important, isn't it? Because if you think about a structure of anything, yeah. like a structure of a house, that's only going to be strong if it has the foundations in place. If you build a house, I don't know, on um, jelly, then <laughs> that's a weird analogy. <laughs> but if you try to build a house on jelly, then it's just going to wibble and wobble all over yeah. the place, isn't yeah. it? And I suppose it's about being structured like at your core it's the same with what we're saying with confidence like you can't build confidence on something that's wobbly and that's why it's so important to look after that internally yourself and then it it comes out Mm. in lots of different ways doesn't it and and this isn't to say that um those external things don't work so you may want to have a bank of things that help you feel more confident on the day like it might be a particular dress or a particular shade of lipstick or whatever it is or doing a power pose before you go on stage but it's it's more about the inner and I think it's we're coming up to having a you know our break after the break I'm going to talk about a few things that you can do to help you learn how to become authentically confident or more authentically confident Me and Tasmin have some very exciting news. You are invited to an evening of authenticity, empowerment, and connection. We're doing a live podcast, The Importance of Being Authentically and Unapologetically You, on Wednesday the 24th of April from 8pm until 11 at Projects The Lanes in Brighton. That's right, we're recording a podcast in front of a live audience. Come and join us and our guest speakers for a very important conversation about embracing your true self, why it's important and strategies you can implement. It's absolutely free to attend. There will be pizza and drinks courtesy of our amazing sponsors. During the live podcast, we'll have a Q&A session where you can join in with the conversation, ask questions and share your own insights and experiences. You'll also have the chance to connect and network with fellow SEO professionals. So whether you're attending Brighton SEO or happen to live or be in the area, this is the perfect event for you. A huge shout out to our sponsors, Systrix and StatSearch Analytics for their generous support. And let's not forget to thank Silicon Brighton for helping us organize this incredible gathering and projects for providing the perfect venue. This event would not be possible without you guys. So what are you waiting for? Click the link in the show notes to secure your tickets now and don't forget to help us spread the word and tell your friends we shall see you there SEOs and marketers, you're going to like this one. I want to tell you about Wix Studio, the platform that gives agencies total creative freedom to deliver complex client sites while still smashing deadlines. Let's start off with SEO. It's at the core of Wix Studio, baked into every edit, update and action you take. Best in class defaults, automations and bulk actions free up time and you can customize at scale for more control. With Wix Studio, you can say goodbye to endless plugins and hello to native integrations with Google, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, TikTok, and many more. 
And on the creation side, you can efficiently bring your most ambitious projects to life thanks to smart design features, flexible dev tools, integrated business solutions, and seamless workflows. Even after clients take over, built-ins like automatic redirects help sites stay optimized for long-term growth. Speaking of growth, you can track every campaign against client KPIs and automate monthly emails to share learnings with clients. All this backed by fast, resilient infrastructure that's built to scale. Get started with Wix Studio today at wix.com forward slash studio. Hello, it's Sarah here. Thanks for listening to the SEO Mindset podcast. If you enjoy what me and Tasman do and you want to support us, there are many different ways that you can do just that. You can give us a one-off donation over on our Buy Me A Coffee page. There'll be a link in the show notes, but the URL is theseomindset.co.uk forward slash coffee. You can also sign up to our newsletter. Again, link in the show notes or go to theseomindset.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And by signing up, you can keep up to date with the latest news and updates from me, Tasmin, and the podcast. We promise we'll never spam you and you can, of course, unsubscribe at any time. Right, Sarah, we are back from our break. Um, how are you finding the episode today? I am already feeling, what's the word? Um, oh, why is it that as soon as you want to say a word, it just goes from your head? Mm. I am feeling passionate. I'm feeling revved yeah. up. What's what's the other better word? Energized. Are you feeling energized? Energized, yeah. engaged. Uh, this is such such an important topic, and I'm glad that. Yeah, we're having this conversation. So Tasmin, yes. teach me all the ways that I can be authentically confident, please. Well, I have seven. I don't think I've got all of them, but let's start with the seven. All right. First of all, permission. Often we wait for somebody else to give us an opportunity or tell us we're ready. I'm here to tell you, you don't need anyone's permission if you want to do that thing, Mm-mm. you just go off and do it. If you know why you're doing it, um, what it's giving you, and you've made sure that that's the right thing for you, just go off and do it. Because, um, and this is what holds us back in the workplace, isn't it? We wait for the manager to say, go and do that thing. Or see, we don't seize those opportunities at least put your hand up and mm-hmm. say, I'd like to run that project. I'd like to give that talk. I'd like to apply for that role. Or even when we're applying for other roles outside our jobs, um, we we wait for, I don't know, some, something. And we, or we will hold back saying, you know, I don't think I'm ready for that role because of X, Y, Z. Just, just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? I I don't know why I put my hand up then, like we were in class, like pick me, teacher Tasman. Um, but I suppose uh, the same can be said with SEO projects. So there's lots of things that are happening in the industry. Google's changing stuff all the time, algorithms, all of that lingo. Um, so actually not waiting for permission and being proactive yeah. and going to your boss or your lead or your client and proactively being like, this is happening right now. I think this is a really good opportunity for us to do X because it's going to result in Y. That's only going to make you look fantastic. Um, And it also, yeah, like it shows that you're, you've got that ambition and you've got that drive to look for stuff rather than being told what to do or, uh, being told where like what next to work on you become a leader yourself I suppose don't you have you ever been in a meeting where they're talking about some new thing and you've got an idea or a question you want to ask and you don't you hold back because think oh I don't know if this is okay don't know if I'm going to make a fool of myself yeah and then somebody else somebody else asks and they say oh that's a really great question you think oh that was my question I was going to ask that 10 minutes ago, but you didn't. So just ask. 
Yeah, amen to that. Uh huh. So, and I think this, you know, waiting for permission is yes, there's an element of what's the worst that can happen. And if you're okay with that, then just do it. You write a novel, it never gets published. It's okay. You wrote the novel, you know? Um, another thing, step number two is self care. Now, mm-hmm. if you, and this is going back to parenting yourself, know what you need to feel your best physically, emotionally, mentally. What do you need to feel top of your game and then do it? Because if, mm-hmm. again, if you're waiting for a parent to do it or an older sibling to do it, there comes a point where you have to do it yourself. And it leads me to the next bit, because once you've decided you know what you need, then start doing it and building your personal integrity. Plan how you're going to do that thing, when you're going to do that thing, how you're going to look after yourself and show up. And what this does is, you know, right at the beginning, I said confidence comes from the word trust. Like if you confide in someone, you confide in someone that you've trusted. Mm -hmm. This is you showing up for you. So if you, um, if I, um, if you said to me, oh, Tasman, I need to uh, get to a particular meeting. I need to get to, um, you know, I've got a plane to catch or something. Can you wake me up at this time? Not that Sarah and I live together, just saying it out there for our listeners, just in case they think. Yes, we do. In bunk beds, <laughs> I've got the top bunk. Tasman's got the bottom yeah, bunk. Tasman's five That's foot tall and she's it. no good at the top bunk. <laughs> Oh dear! I was used to measure a Christmas tree the other day, saying, "Oh, tall's a five foot. Where will a five foot tall Christmas tree look like in my house? Can you stand by the wall, Tasman? But charming. Anyway, I digress. So if I'd, um, <laughs> if you'd asked me to wake you up and I didn't, you'd be a annoyed. And but if I consistently didn't show up for you in the way you'd asked me to you'd stop trusting Mm -hmm. me so imagine what's happening in your head oh I know that I need to um go for a walk prep my meals um I don't know journal and I don't do it or I deprioritize it how am I showing myself that I'm important now if we go back to that child analogy if you have a, a, you know, a, a sibling, a nephew, a niece, a child of your own, and they are asking you, um, can you do this thing with me? And you deprioritize them or even say, we're not doing that thing. How important are they going to feel? And are they going to trust you? So this thing about self-care and then showing yourself, showing up for that self-care sounds like a small thing, but it's not. It's huge. Mm-hmm. So that was step number three, build personal integrity. Number four is vision. Know who you are and what you want because it's soul-destroying and exhausting being someone you're not and living a life you don't want to. Again, you're not trustworthy because you're not looking after yourself in a way that allows you to live the life that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and off the back of that, so again, many of us hold ourselves back, right? We, even when we're um, goal setting, we'll, many of us will set goals that seem sensible and seem realistic and um, tie in with what people want you to be and that's fine if that's what you want to do but I'm suggesting to people this year when you're setting your goals and we're going to talk a little bit about that in one of the next few episodes um, just go for it dream those big dreams be honest be brave you can you can audit it later but at least give yourself that permission to just let go of any inhibitions and write down on a piece of paper, this is what I want to do. 100%. Um, Be optimistic about others. Um, There are plenty of opportunities and people are good. So I think, again, confidence is knocked back because we think 
um, they'll think badly of me or that opportunity is too big for me. By and large, people are good. People are supportive. People want you to do great things. People want you to succeed. So instead of thinking, why won't they give me, um, you know, instead of thinking, why would they let me be a speaker? Why should I apply to any of these conferences to speak? Why not think, why wouldn't they? Maybe that positive start, have that positivity in you. Um, and again, maybe you're looking for a mentor, for Just example. And you think, oh, I, I'm not going to ask them because why would they want to bother with the likes of me? Think, why wouldn't they want to bother with the likes of me? I'm amazing. Um, reframe, reframing is, I think I learned this from you earlier on of like reframing mindset. And that's such a great tool. Um, but yeah, like just want to go back to your point about saying most people are supportive mm. most people want you to win mm. want you to achieve want to support you however the people that are negative and they they're not helping you they don't serve mm. you either so if you in life you are going to hit blockers where i don't know you you clash with someone or there's someone that's not not very nice or for whatever reason they make it hard for you to succeed or whatever and there's a difference between that and someone giving you um constructive criticism or constructive feedback there is a difference there um but yeah like the people that are toxic you don't have to surround yourself by mm. them you can take yourself yeah. away Absolutely. And I've linked quite a lot of the, our previous episodes in the show notes. So the one that you just mentioned, Mindset, um, I believe I've done the Inner Chatter and um, the Self-Belief episode as well. So they're, they're all interlinked. So whoever's listening to this and wants to add the extra on the side, please go and listen to back to some of those episodes. They're really great. I think Self-Belief was with Roxana and she, she had some really great points. Yes. Yeah. Um, number six is believe in yourself and your abilities now I know this may sound to somebody like oh yeah that's all right for her to say because it's one of those throwaway comments but actually doing the work to get to that point is difficult but one of the big ways which we have talked about before is have a log of your achievements everything every single night put something in that jar or file or whatever it is journal because again that encouragement that you talked about that when you're kids you're encouraged or you did really well with that you need to do that to yourself I imagine a child coming home with a painting that they've done at nursery and you looking at it and just throwing it away you wouldn't do that would you you'd put it on the fridge <laughs> even if it was for a day you'd put it on the fridge well, put your own. Have, oh, actually, we should do that. Everyone now, fridge, forget the jar. Have a win fridge. Put something that you're proud of on your Every fridge. Every day. <laughs> but, and this isn't about boasting about yourself or being egotistical. This is about being really honest. You know what? I did, I did well there. I spoke up there. I had a great idea there. I helped so-and-so there. And this is about you looking at the competencies that you're building, at the beliefs that you're enhancing. This isn't about you um, puffing your chest out and saying, oh, you know what, I, I'm wonderful. Um, I mean, you are wonderful, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So, and the more you do that, so you know, the more you reflect on your day, the more you reflect on your achievements, the more you log those achievements, that's going to help you build that confidence in yourself. But the biggie, the biggie, which is the last one I want to talk about, is take action. There is nothing that improves your confidence as much as taking action. Because when you're not feeling confident, that is based on something. I can't do that thing because I'm not very good at it. I can't um, go for that because last time I failed. So you're basing it on something that's happened. It might have happened. Somebody may have said that to you. And the 
best way to counterbalance that is another evidence. Actually, you know what? I took that action and it went well. I had a go at that. Yes, it didn't go well, but I got myself back up again. I did that thing. Didn't quite go as I expected, but I learned from it. And this is now the bank of evidence that you're building up. So I suppose something that you could add on with action is resilience yeah. as well. Yeah. So once you have done an action, and it's great that you've done an action because you physically, you've done something to bring you a step closer to what it is you want to achieve or whatever that yeah. is. Um, you do need a resi- some level of resilience because uh, we all get knocked down. Yeah. Things don't go to plan. We might need to uh, like physically pick ourselves back up again but that's all right um as long as you're taking actions that is taking you closer to your goal it doesn't mean it doesn't matter if you get knocked back and if you do get knocked back try again try again we all hear don't we that like the real successful entrepreneurs I hate saying that word because I always feel like I say it really weird entrepreneurs um I don't know why just got in my head um but you hear don't they that they've had so many fails before they got to their to the point of success and that's the point isn't it that like yeah do the action and keep doing that action until it works Mm. until you get a yes until do you know what I mean until you're successful like success doesn't come overnight confidence doesn't come overnight either I suppose and it's and I would suggest for those people who feel that that's um, scary, do a little thing every day. And it could be as simple as, you know what, I want to get fitter. So I'm going to start off in the first week just having more water. You're going to have an extra glass of water every day and then commend yourself for it. And then the week after you might choose to do something else. This client I was telling you about with the book, she just wrote a few words every single day. Because what happens is, well, what she was telling me is she now sees herself as a writer. Yes. And when you see yourself as a writer, then why would you not write? Because that's what writers do. Little, little, little. Yeah. Yeah. Do not wait to be ready or fearless. Nobody's fearless. Here's, I've got a question for you, Tasman. How long did it take for you to feel like you were a podcaster? I would say the first two episodes that we recorded on the first evening, and bearing in mind, everyone, Sarah and I didn't meet until quite a few months after the podcast started. I was really nervous doing the first one. The next one, you said, oh, this is going really great. Let's just record the next one now. And I thought, oh, okay. So she's not trashing me out. This is a good sign. Um, But I think after the first episode, I got, I got oh, sorry, first um, season, I felt better. But it took me quite a long time before I was comfortable doing the intros. Do you remember? I used mm. to get you to mm. do them, and now it's fine. It, you know what? They're not as great as some people's, i.e. Sarah's, who's very enthusiastic. I think my intros are much, much shorter, but it's okay. You know, it's it's all right. It's me. Is authentically Authentic. confident, and you flip and smash the intros. So, yeah. But no, it's, um, and it's, I didn't know. I didn't even know I could ever be a podcaster. But yeah, so don't wait for your for yourself to be um, ready. Yeah, I love that. That ah, oh, I this this episode. I mean, we're running. Time goes far too quickly, doesn't it? Like far, far too quickly. Um, but this episode has been wonderful. Excellent. Have I got another five minutes? <laughs> Or is that your subtle way of saying I don't care what's in your notes, you're gonna end it. Not all right, right. I'll be I'll be I was just go. Okay, quick, quick, quick. Um the confidence competence loop. Have you heard of that one? Say that again. Competence confidence loop. 
No. Okay, I may have said it the wrong way around the first time, but I guess it doesn't matter because it's a loop, right? Um, right, so if you believe you can do something and then you actually do it, it'll increase your competence because you've actually done it, which then increases your confidence because you know that you've done it, which means that you're going to take even more action. So again, it's starting with that small uh... step. So that's that's my other tip. And my last tip is, like you said as well, be consistent. And there's this quote, and I don't know where I got it from. Without commitment, you will never start. Without consistency, you will never finish. I mean, you've ended the episode on two nuggets there. Golden nuggets. Golden nuggets. I have the wonderful Maudie Oberstein joining me from Wix to tell me all about their new fabulous product, Wix Studio. So Maudie, kick us off. For those who don't know, what is Wix Studio? So Wix Studio is a brand new platform. It's a website builder and CMS and a lot of other things, but it's built specifically with agencies in mind. So you say that Wix Studio is specifically built for agencies. So how? How is it? I'll say it's like three things. One is it's more efficient, it's more customizable, and it's more communicative. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Uh, we opened up a lot of the customization functionality. Uh, for example, you can you can edit the CSS on Wix Studio websites. There's also a whole lot of things that make you um, work well at scale, and it's, so it's far more efficient, far more. There's a lot more automation in there that can help you do things more at scale, and at the same time, it lets you collaborate more with your own teammates, with the client themselves. So it opens up that communication between your own team and with your client at the same time. So for those SEO professionals who work agency side, what sort of key features of Wix Studio would really help them? So I guess because we're talking to SEOs, I won't get into the design aspects so much like custom breakpoints and, you know, pixel perfect positioning is probably not an SEO thing, though it's there in Wix Studio. Um, from the SEO side, uh, the Wix Studio sites are responsive. There's AI responsiveness. I mean, if you run through the SEO features, there's an absolute ton in there. For example, you can inspect your site's indexability in a click. So we have a hookup to the Google's uh, Search Console URL inspection API. So you can one click inspect the entire website. There's automated structured data. We automate a lot of redirects for you. You can do bulk redirect. You can import redirects. You can set the meta tags, robust meta tags at the folder level. There's all sorts of, there's a ton in there you can do. There's a connection to SEMrush, there's an SE ranking app, there's an Uberall app, there's a Lumar app. There's a lot in there. Uh, from the marketing side, because I think marketing is also applicable to SEOs, outside of there being an absolute ton of apps, you know, Printful, Constant Contact, um, Clavio. We have native inbuilt integrations with Amazon, Google Merchant Center, Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager, and meaning we built them with Google. We built them with Amazon. So to borrow a a word from my esteemed colleague, Crystal Carter, they're not janky. They won't break because we build it. And if Google makes an update, we align with Google and we'll update it automatically. Um, at the same time, there's a lot of other things that are really cool in Wix Studio. I think I mentioned before, you can customize the CSS. I think it's really important sometimes for SEOs. There's a lot you can do for e-com. There's, there's an absolute ton. I don't have enough time to get to it, but you have a lot. Oh, I totally forgot the, 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 the client handoff kit. You can hand off your, your site to a client and you can list everything you want them to know in one place. So the clients don't have to go searching around. You can upload videos, you can upload reports, you can upload link, whatever you want to show the client to explain, hey, here's what I recommend for your SEO, blah, 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 blah. Everything is there. If the client has a question, you can you know record a short loom, for example, then upload it right to the client handoff kit and just go to the client and say, hey, I uploaded it right there for you. You don't have to guess where it is. It's all there with everything else I already sent you. Wow. Jam-packed, jam-packed. Jam-packed. And my last question for you is, can you share some use cases of how SEOs can or are using Wix Studio? So one case I've seen, and I, I didn't mention this before, I probably should have. One of the things that you can do with Wix Studio is you can repeat things you created. So you have, a, say, a custom template, or if you created a widget, 
or a section of a website or a page type, you can reuse it across multiple assets. So imagine there's, I, there, so one case is that there's a, um, I've seen that there was a, a client that we have who has multiple websites, but they're very, very similar. They do basically the same thing, but they're just different websites that target different audiences and different segments of that vertical. So let's say, and it's very much like local landing pages. You don't, if you have a template or, or a setup or a structure that works, you don't have to rebuild it every time. You can just take that from one website and just apply it to the next website. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, sounds incredible. And Mordi, you've done an incredible job of, because there's a lot there to talk about in a short space of time. So thank you very much for joining me. And thank you for educating our audience about Wix Studio. If you want to check Wix Studio out for yourself, if you're like, wow, this sounds incredible, I need to go and check it out, head on over to wix.com forward slash studio. Do not fret because there, there will also be a link in the show notes. So just head on there and yeah, go and check Wix Studio out. Before we go, Mordi, is there anything else that you want to say? No, just go play around with it. Spin it up. Have a look. Wo- wonderful. Thank oh, you. There's, AI. there's lots of AI in there. AI Just, image creation, yeah. integration with, 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 with uh, OpenAI to create text, but though make sure the text is good before you just implement it. Just go and check it out. Go yeah, I had to mention the AI. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Mordi. You got it. I suppose the only other question that is left is, um, I'm guessing you, you're wanting to know what my main takeaway from this episode is. Well, okay, I'm going to ask you a bonus one. Your main takeaway and what's the thing that you want yeah. to be confident and go and do in 2024? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. So main takeaway is I think, I mean – Always lots to take away from your from your episodes, Tasman. Um, but I think to keep it really simple and to sort of link back to earlier on, it's about dealing with your inner confidence. Do you know what I mean? And all these steps, everything that we spoke about on this episode will help you sort yourself out on the inside. So then confident confidence oozes from the outside and however that is, whether that's uh, what you wear, the hairstyle that you have, how you present yourself when you're talking to people, um, putting yourself up or out for new opportunities. These things only happen once you have dealt with your inner confidence. We don't want any houses built on jelly, do we, Tasman, I suppose? No jelly foundations here. In this building plot. You need a lot of jelly. <laughs> and what's the thing you want to then, do? For t- what is my thing that I want to do for 2024? Yeah. I want to do some more international speaking gigs. I've, I've done yeah. one. And, I'd, and I recently went to the International Search Summit. Uh, where I supported my dear friend, Jess, Jess Peace. And obviously got to meet and see lots of other friends and other wonderful speakers out there. And I was so inspired that I I was like, do you know what? I'm going to become more international. Brilliant. So that's my Brilliant. thing. Brilliant. Now, the reason I asked that is um, to remind you and to tell all of our listeners, we are re-releasing how to set meaningful goals in the next few weeks. So anybody who wants to be planning for 2024, you can use that as a great resource. And um, I'll also be recording a bonus bonus clip to add to that. So it'll help you go through the whole process of setting your goals, making sure that they're meaningful and making them happen. Wonderful, right. wonderful. Right, right Tasmin. I am afraid to say that we, we do need to wrap right, things okay. up, but... So I was thinking, she's gone gone crazy, this woman today. All right, all right. Really quick, um, thank you again and uh, to all of the listeners and to 
say goodbye and this will be yeah the last episode of season seven once again if you would like to support the work sarah and i do there are some links in the show notes there's an opportunity to donate via the buy me a coffee link and also the ability to subscribe to the podcast so i will very quickly say thank you again and goodbye and goodbye from sarah (laughs) wonderful wrapping up wonderful wrapping up uh yeah and just to clarify some points that tasman said as well so yes this is the end of season seven so this is the last episode of this current season like usual we will take a short season break but we will be back um between like christmas and new year that kind of period with some bonus episodes like tasman said and then we will be back with season eight in the new year however do what tasman said earlier subscribe so find that link in the show notes subscribe to us because all of this bonus extra wonderful new episodes um that we're talking about will be in there as well and also i'm going to add one more is our newsletter as well so in the show show notes as well if you sign up to our newsletter uh we've got better at sending them out haven't we now tasman so Mm -hmm. um you can stay in the loop of what's going on with the podcast as well uh so thank you very much tasman thank you very much sarah take care everyone SEOs and marketeers, have you checked out Wix Studio, the new web creation platform agencies are using? With Wix Studio, you get best-in-class defaults and automations, native integrations, and smart, flexible tools to deliver complex client sites at scale. Even after clients take over, built-ins like automatic redirects help sites stay optimized for long-term growth. Speaking of growth, you can track every campaign against client KPIs and automate monthly emails to share learnings with clients. All this backed by fast, resilient infrastructure that's built to scale. Get started with Wix Studio today. Check out wix.com forward slash studio.